Hello everyone, this is Meaning What. Uh, I'm Matthew Wiseman. Last night was the Charleston, South Carolina tent debate that was hosted by CBS. And it was pretty terrible. The major takeaway is that it was chaos. And there was a lot of moneyed interest involved. So... You could take it as that. For uh, for more details, just briefly, it was bought. The crowd was bought. They were rooting for Michael Bloomberg, and they were booing um, any kind of progressive situation coming out of Warren or um, Bernie Sanders. When the Bernie Sanders said that Bloomberg was supported by billionaires, they booed him vocally. They groaned when Elizabeth Warren was talking about um, him saying or allegedly saying, uh, kill the baby. Uh, And her trying to get him to waive the non-disclosure agreements he has uh, within his company against the women and men or whoever that was involved in the sexual harassment that he did. And she got booed for that at a democratic debate uh, is a real for CBS it was a real cash grab they were just looking for money and the, the rich uh, commenters and pundits that were there that were hosting the debate were not in control they did not organize the debate no clear person was making their case people were talking over each other uh, it was just kind of a waste of time if you're a viewer and you're trying to make your decision based on that. This being a real important debate, um, the last of the early states and the last debate before Super Tuesday, which happens next Tuesday, a week from yesterday, it's kind of important. And no one really got a chance to to get in there. It was make or break at a time for a lot of these candidates. And... Uh, Buttigieg and Warren tried very hard and were very aggressive. Warren was bringing back that aggression from the last debate and directing it at um, Mike Bloomberg. Correctly so. He's not really a Democrat. Amongst being an oligarch and having tons of money and not really having a place in public life. (laughs) His record is horrendous. And then uh, Buttigieg uh, was, was being really disrespectful in trying to make his case because he has been on fumes since uh, New Hampshire. So he's been doing well in the, the white states and he didn't do well in Nevada. And Klobuchar, you know, went from fifth to third. So she's not even really in consideration. And so going forward after South Carolina, the expectation is either it's going to be Bloomberg indefinitely because he's got enough money to go. Biden, maybe. I mean, it's a big maybe for Biden. People are saying he could possibly go and win South Carolina, and that would be huge for him. That would mean he's on life support. But right now, he this is his last stand, and he wouldn't admit it. Due to his declining mental faculties, I would say that Biden was a bad choice. People supporting him. I don't know what you're doing. It's nostalgia for Obama, perhaps? Fine. But he's not going to win. Biden will not win. So that gets down to Bernie Sanders and Mike Bloomberg. 
Well, if that's the choice, it has to be Bernie Sanders. But uh, if Bernie Sanders wins South Carolina, so this is the electability argument, right? If Bernie Sanders wins South Carolina, it's over. Effectively, he is the nominee. Super Tuesday is likely to be a resounding victory. Biden might be able to hold on, and then if he can get these kind of conservative Democrats um, in the South, you're saying that the older Black Caucus votes like that, well, he might be able to have some momentum, but if he doesn't hold on, and he's never won a primary in the three times he's run for president, the second place in Nevada was the best he's ever done in any campaign he's run. So it's, it's highly unlikely. But if he can, he's on life support. All right. So that's the major takeaways. Um, money doesn't buy you everything. This was a poorly run debate, and it came off like artificial and a waste of time for anybody watching it. Everybody just kind of stays in the same standing they were before the debate. So it's, it's a toss-up. If it goes to Sanders, the primary is over. If it goes to Biden, then he's on lifelink. Uh, as far as, uh, this is laugh like, he's on life support. And as far as the debates I mentioned in the last episode, the, uh, the smokescreen that would go up. So uh, they did talk about Russia. They threw Russia at Bernie, which is so ridiculous, the whole Russiagate um, conspiracy. And that came from Mike Bloomberg and Pete Buttigieg. Um, the labels was socialists, you know, he's a socialist and the socialists, the, uh, Cuba and all of these socialists, like you're going to try and make us into, I don't know, communist China, but they couldn't say China because Mike Bloomberg was in the room and he actually has dealings with them. He tried to defend them. And so <laughs> you had somebody, you had um, Bernie Sanders basically attacking Mike Bloomberg because his relationship with China. And he was calling out autocrats and calling out fascists all over the world, including um, uh, Saudi Arabia with Mohammed bin Salman. Um, so it's it's interesting uh, that they would try and attack him by supporting Cuba or being a socialist like Denmark or Holland. Um, and Bloomberg and Biden both tried to level attack about him being a Cuba sympathist because he acknowledges that literacy rates went up in the town hall on CNN last night. When he was asked about it explicitly, he said, yeah, literacy is great. And so the Castro regime in Cuba did something good. He's not signing off and supporting Castro. It's not a wholesale support just to say something is good. And he explained that. And then he actually pivoted very intelligently to criticizing the U.S. foreign policy and that even if we're generally good, we do bad things and we have done bad things and we need to look at that. And I think that's very important for a president to acknowledge that you can be bad people and do good things. You can be a good people and do bad things. Now we need to stop the bad things and we need to recognize the good things and we need to learn from them and try and do more good things. In Bloom, um, Biden actually tried to nail him when he said this is exactly what Barack Obama did and when Barack Obama praised Cuba for having uh, higher life expectancies so Biden said that 
Barack Obama never did that. And then he said, well, maybe the expectancy thing. So he contradicts himself. So his attack wasn't even an attack. It's it's very, very foolish. Biden can't help but have a gaffe or look like a fool whenever he's in public. I'm sorry. I mean, if he's your candidate, you got to really have better standards for yourself. All right. So I just wanted to put this out there. Um, I hope that it was informative. Pass it along.